So as I said, we've had Bath Rugby Foundation. We're now on to Bath City Foundation. So I have the lovely James Carlin here with me. So he's recently started as the CEO of Bath City Foundation. So James, good, up, good morning, Ethan. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Good, nice good. to be here. It's nice to see you. Uh, so can you tell us a bit more about the foundation and what it does and who it helps? Yeah, so we've been going for 12 years now. We're um, a huge part of the Bath City Football Club. Um, we're the club's charity. We've got a, a small team, but a really highly skilled team who are out there in the community predominantly delivering football sessions um, for all different ages so we, we work with people from four right up till 98 I think our oldest person is 98 are yeah. they still playing football uh, no they're not they're not playing football but they do come to one of our groups and they, they get support um, through our reconnecting twerting group okay uh, which is a, a lovely project that has 20 people all from the local area around the football club they come together each week um, we try to theme it around football so sometimes they do trips to other football clubs right um, sometimes they've made a film about their experiences traveling on the trains um, it just provides an opportunity for some of our you know lo- immediate local communities to get together and just have some of that that, that time together and, and and contact that's amazing yeah. it's, it's great you know obviously bar City's based in twerton which let's face it isn't the most affluent of areas um and helping that local community i'm guessing is essential for you guys it's absolutely massive yeah and it it really is the, the thing i'm proud of with the foundation is that it's not just football you know that we, we do the walking football we do we're working with many of the schools um we do th- things with older people as well but it's it's that kind of wraparound community ethos which the club is a community-owned club yep you know it's really important to us that that we can bring people into the from all, all parts of the city and and improve their health and well-being improve their engagement stop them being lonely just generally try to help people in in bath which is what we want to want to do i think that's amazing i've yeah. got a number of friends who are bath city supporters actually okay. yeah. and they go along most weeks and uh, yeah they put on the whatsapp group how it's all going and uh, it does seem like a really it's a massively local club and that's what I love about it. I, I feel like it's accessible to the to the community as well. Is that the case? Absolutely. I mean, I've I've been going there for about twenty years, I think. Right. And in that time, you know, now when I walk into the ground, I'll probably see something like twenty, thirty people that I know, but I don't know if you know what I mean. I probably don't know their names, but we just know each other. And if you get on a coach and you go to somewhere like Thurrock in Essex to watch a match, yeah, you know that those twenty people will be there with the scarves, and you can talk to them. And it's it just feels like a a community of people that. Um, love football and just want to see the team do well and you know over the years I think the club has really opened its doors to people from all across the city to come in and enjoy that and it's it's something quite special actually yeah no I'm, I'm never even knew it was there I've been around this area for you know 15 odd years and I I didn't even know it was there until I passed it I was in Twerton because um, it's kind of right in the center of all the housing estates yeah it's, um, yeah so yeah is there a um is there like a local rival to bath city so obviously you have bristol rovers and bristol city that are rivals together is there a local rival for bath city well I th- if you talk to an older city fan like myself or older yeah. they would say yeovil town right would be the traditional rivals they've, they've done slightly better now though haven't they yeah so you could say that you haven't, you haven't played them for a while no we haven't played them for quite a long time <laughs> maybe a couple of decades i think yeah but they're, they're, they're in the relegation well, they're close to the relegation zone of okay. the league above you know so there might be an opportunity next year um but i think more more modern fans might consider chippenham as 
as the current rival. Yeah, um, very much so. For, for myself, I would I would still say Yeovil, but still Yeovil. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm originally from Portsmouth, and Portsmouth and Southampton have a massive rivalry um, in regarding. And again, we're two divisions apart from each other, so we we never play each other anymore, which is really sad. Yeah. Uh, but local to Portsmouth is Haventon Waterlooville, who are okay, in the same yeah, uh, yeah. in the same league as you guys. That's right. Yeah, they're they're one of the most um, aggressive teams that we are play. They? I would say. Yeah, there was I was watching. We played them the other night, and it was. Uh, combative from from their side <laughs> back to bath city foundation yeah. <laughs> talk about football all day we really could um lots of projects what type of projects do you guys do so the a core part of our work is in, around inclusion so uh, that includes things like working with local charities such as bath mind uh, swallow julian house and refugees so just giving access to football to everyone that wants to play um, another huge element is our women and girls program <laughs> and uh, strange noise so we, we offer women only sessions for adult women that want to, to get into playing football um, Wildcats is for primary school age children um, we also do a lot of after school work and then uh, we, we do holiday camps so okay. in half term we'll be, we'll be do, offering that for you know, anyone that, any, any young people that want to come and play football during half term so um, where do they find the details out for that? Then? So that's all on our social media, all on our website. So bathcityfoundation.org. You can find details and book on that. Okay. Um, and then our health and well-being. So we, we offer man versus fat sessions. So that's for men with a, a high BMI. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm not in that category just yet. But yeah. anything's possible if I keep doing the radio and not dancing, <laughs> um, which is what I normally do. So, yeah, tell me more about man versus fat. Because I was like, that's almost right, quite dangerous to say. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is. It, when I first saw that, it does jump out at you but it, it's designed to appeal to men that you know just just to give them that kind of competitive edge when they're coming up to play football and to get fit so they have weekly weigh-ins um they have a league table as well and okay. it, it's just designed to, to appeal to that sort of thing in some men who want the competitive the competitive element of it and they work together to, to all try and lose weight as a team and, it's and where's, really that effective. Being, where's that being held um it's up at odd down so we do that on um on monday nights and that's a bit, and again, you can book through that on our, our website. And okay. it, it's a re- it really works, you know. You, you go up there and you can see chaps that maybe have struggled with their weight for years and they, it's, it's a huge part of their health and well-being to go up there, the team, the bonding, and and they get healthier. So it's, it's a win for everyone. It's a strange question, but is there like a minimum weight? <laughs> never, <laughs> never thought of that before. There are minimum weight to play sport. Um, I, think, I think we're looking at, at men with BMI over 28. Okay. So, so that's that. That is people who are probably falling into the obese category. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, the plan is that they 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 drop the weight and they can carry on being being part of the sessions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, so how did you get involved with Bath City Foundation then? Uh, well, I was running a charity called Three SG in Bath, and we did a lot of the like COVID volunteering work. Okay. So we set up the vaccination centre up at the racecourse. We were doing the door-to-door deliveries right throughout COVID. Okay. And um, after that, I just needed a break, basically, because <laughs> it was absolutely knackered. <laughs> so um, I had a couple of months off, and then this role came up. And for me, it's, you know, being a fan of the club, plus having a charity background, it was like a really nice fit. So um, I, I'm really delighted to, to take it on. And it, there's just the, the, the team's doing so much work. Sometimes it's just about getting the word out, really, and... Yeah, highlighting that again i'd not heard of the bath city foundation until you know we were deciding we we're going to do the interview today and uh, researching it does seem to do an enormous amount of really good work for the local community um again I, I, you know how do you feel about how you what impact you're having with people how does that make you feel 
well, it's great. I mean, if you look at last year, then we, we supported over 2,300 people. Wow. So that's quite a you know, decent chunk of the people in, in Bath and North East Somerset that are benefiting from it. So it's great. And, uh, and all we're trying to do is just help people to be happier, healthier, get fit, boost their social connection, all, all the things that we need that, you know, some people have just sort of lost, really. Um, it's quite a simple message, just getting together, playing some sport, being fit and healthy you know you might feel a bit happier so it's all good stuff really it gets the endorphins going doesn't it as yeah. soon as you start doing any sort of exercise the endorphins in the brain start going and then you just as you say feel happier and i know like last weekend a little bit of insight which you probably don't really need but i'm going to give it to you anyway <laughs> i didn't have the healthiest of weekends so i went to the theater and i didn't eat and i drank probably a little bit too much this following day i again i didn't do any lessons and i didn't go dancing i just ate and didn't do any exercise and come the monday i felt a bit blur mm. um this week i've eaten better and i've not drunk anything and i've done loads of exercise and i just feel awake mm. and that's that's an amazing thing and the sit the bar city foundation is obviously giving that to people and making it achievable yeah and and because we use football as our predominant way of delivering that it, it's quite accessible because it, it's it's the most popular sport in the country by far in the world probably um, it's an easy way for people to to be part of a team. Um, it, it's something that people can play regardless of age or gender or whatever. So it's, it's an accessible format and people love it and we can just facilitate that. And, you know, having the backing of the club as well gives us that kind of credibility locally. Um, and we, we're working really well with the club now and it's, it's, it's all good. You know, we're out there, just want to, want to make people feel better, basically. And I'm loving the fact that you've got man versus fat, which yep. is fantastic. Is it going to be woman versus fat as well? Uh, yeah, I don't, know if, I, I don't know if the branding from the branding point of view if that would work so well. But we do offer um, women-only sessions for adults because some, somehow women versus fat doesn't roll off the tongue just, necessarily. Uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that back. That was, uh, that was nicely done. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I suppose what I'm trying to get to is that um, ladies football has become so much more popular over the last 10 years or so. I know watching the Euros, uh, just... I, I didn't look at it and think it's women playing football. I just watched it and thought it's football. Exactly. exactly. And we're so lucky that the Medlock Foundation locally have supported our women and girls officer, Emily, because she's now full time. Um, she can get working with many of the local schools, do, do the adult sessions that I mentioned. Um, we're going to set up, try and set up a women's walking football session as well. Right. And just, you know, the, the Bath City women's team is now playing at Twerton Park right. on Sundays at two o'clock. Okay. I would encourage anyone, it's free, you can just come come down. It's a lovely atmosphere, you know, lots of children there. Um, and it's it's just growing all the time, women's football, and just been a big announcement of some new funding as well. So, you okay. know, for us, it's it's absolutely key, and we, we want people to, to really feel that football's for them and accessible, and, you know, we, we can try and facilitate that. And just remind us again of the website very quickly. Yeah, so it's bathcityfoundation.org. Uh, you can see all the details of our programme, so if you're interested in man versus fat or walking football, you can book on there. If you're interested in half-term activities, you can also book on there. And then there's more information generally about, you know, what, what we're about and what we're trying to do. Oh, fantastic. Well, we're going to have a little break for music and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk all about the family day that's mm. happening this Saturday. So we've had Mandy messaging in about Bar City Football Club. She said that uh, she's got an old connection with them. So her uncle, Colin Taverner, played around, played for them from 1974 onwards and became caretaker manager in 1980. So... James, have you ever heard of him? Uh, I, it does ring a bell. 
because um, we, we've got our office in the, in the skit alley in Twerton Park actually and as you go up the stairs there's like tons of old photos of, of some of the classic legends okay so he's probably on there yeah I, I'll have a look when so I get back can you do me a favour when you get back can you take a photo of yourself and him I'll send you my Facebook profile yeah and then we'll try and pop it up on the, uh, on the yeah, Facebook yeah, profile yeah sure, well, sure. Really yeah I'm so, happy uh, to do that so, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, love to see yeah. what Colin looked like if he's if he's up there which if he was caretaker manager for a while and uh, I think we're looking and has he played how many times did he play um, I think he's played 300 times for Bath wow. City so you know I'm sure I'm sure there's some records of him and there's some of the club kind of volunteers that have been there similar amount of time <laughs> so they probably met him so they, I'll ask them yeah. they would know about it I don't yeah, know yeah. I, I'm guessing he may no longer be with us would be my guesstimate but uh, but yeah be yeah, nice to find out about yeah I'll him. have a dig around later that'd yeah. be lovely um, so on to the family day then so this Saturday the 18th of March you've got a family fun day can you tell us a bit more about it please yeah so th- this is a chance to really showcase what the foundation does and um, try and give some some young people their first experience of coming to watch Bar City and, and coming to Twerton park so um kickoff for the actual match is three o'clock and um that's exciting in itself because we're pushing for the playoffs hmm. uh, i was looking at the table uh, i believe you're playing st albans is that st. right albans. so i it, some people call it the roman derby right because of the shared connection between okay. Bath and Sunderland. slightly tenuous. <laughs> you know, a bit rubbish. That's as, that's as tenuous as my link yesterday when I was playing, I was doing a budget show and I changed every track to meet, mean something to do with money and I played a track by Lionel Richie. Okay, so yeah, rich it's, it's that, that level that, of like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was slightly embarrassed myself at that point, but <laughs> there we go. Um, um, so so football-wise, it'll be an exciting one. What's um, the hope for the results? Well, I hope we win, you know, because if we can win, we might be able to edge into the playoffs. Um, So at the moment, we're playing in the National League South. Um, If we got promoted, we'd be in the National League alongside Wrexham, who some of the listeners might have heard, you know, with their famous sort of Netflix documentary. Um, So that would be exciting. Um, But but alongside the football, um, so under 16s can get in for free. Okay. Um, We're also doing a family ticket, which is £25, which is a deduction on the normal price. So Um, what does that entitle you to, the family ticket? So you you get access to the game. Um, There's going to be things like beat the goalie competition. Um, We're going to have our mascot, Bladard the pig. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I was looking at it on the, online, going, "How do you say Bladard?" Okay. Yeah, Bladard. As far as I know, it's Bladard. He he's won awards, I think, for best southwest mascot or something. <laughs> it's, it's like basically, you know, the the the, the pig from there. It's it's hard to explain to people when you say that's our mascot. He's, he's the leprous pig. It's it's not great. <laughs> and did he take part? So I remember watching Soccer AM many years ago, and they used to have the mascot race. Yes, uh, and they used to literally run across a, like a hundred meter race, and they had all the mascots in their mascot kit, and they used to race against each other. Did he ever take part in that? I I don't know if he did that one, but he definitely did another one, which I think he won because the, okay. the, the the outfit is actually quite good for running in compared to some of the the mascot outfits. And, I think, and obviously, like uh, Top Gear's Stig, you can never reveal who bladard is it's a constantly shifting enigma <laughs> as in it's a constantly shifting person probably yeah <laughs> have you ever been bladard no i've got to draw a line somewhere <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um so back to the so it's a family ticket is that two adults two children how does it work yeah that's right so um you can have two adults and then the children can can get in for free as well okay. um fortunately the game's been sponsored by the roper family trust so we're going to have hopefully 100 children from st michael's school just around the corner in Twerton 
um, and they're coming many of them for their first game uh, we're going to have some of the players are going to be able to meet some of the young people coming oh, brilliant. Uh, the manager's going to come and say hello we're going to try and get some chants going as well um, because we've got some famous Bar City chants not all of them family friendly I was going to say are, are any of them radio friendly um, yeah I think so one, one of them is, is a Wurzel song go on then we but actually thinking about it that's not friendly because <laughs> it's, it's quite rude to any listeners that might be in Yeovil <laughs> No, let's <laughs> let's not go there. Have you got any family friendly ones? So, what are the family friendly chants you're going to um, bring out? Then? Well, the, the the obvious one is like, give me a C, give me an I, give me a T, give me a Y. Okay, so that's that's one. Yeah, um, we sing when the saints go marching in. Right, so that could be a good one. Yep, um, come on, city. Yeah, there's a, there's a few there. There's a few there. There's the Somerset as well. We sing. Okay, and yeah. is there, is there? I haven't been to Bath City, if I'm honest with you. Uh, I'd love to come at some point. Um, is there like a main stand where the chanting starts? So I said I'm a Portsmouth fan, and there's the Fratton End, which is uh, which where the main chant starts, and everybody else kind of joins in as we go along. Is there something similar at Bath City? Yeah, there's there's a little spot under the um the the, the big kind of covered terrace, and uh, you'll see that we've got some lovely flags that some of the fans, the Bath City Ultras, have made. Um, with nice like slogans like terraces not armchairs is one of them okay and they put up their banners and that, that that's where the the singing happens and on a big game you know you get get a good noise down there it's always good I, I normally stand there and have a sing if I'm around so you're in yeah. that area yeah unless my kids are with me in which case um, they're so embarrassed by it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough um, so what else is going on during the days so we've got under 16s is free under 16s free yep um, we've got beat the goalie we've, we're going to have um, some of our um, groups are going to play a little match at half time on the on the pitch okay um we're going to have um the the, the young people from st michael's we're also going to have some of the children that have represented bar city in youth tournaments are going to come along and, and be mascots for when the players run out fantastic so yeah it should be a good atmosphere should i'm you know hoping for at least a thousand people to be there maybe a few more yeah and what time does it all start so if you, if you come down from two there'll be sort of ice cream vans as well um you can get a burger match kicks off at three so come come down at two enjoy the atmosphere have a have a drink um yeah and then the game will game will be done by quarter to five hopefully with a bar city win with a bar city win yeah and, yeah and then is anything else happening afterwards or is it like time to go at that point uh normally time to go but you can have a drink in one of the bars afterwards okay um and they also do an interview with the manager and, and some and the man of the match as well which is worth staying to to listen to that Fantastic. Yeah, yeah and i was just thinking about the pitch and i was thinking about loads of children playing on the pitch at half time and is it then going to ruin and churn up the pitch really geeky question for you what type of pitch is it well so this is interesting because it is a grass pitch but we've just put in a, a planning application for um, a more modern 3G pitch. Okay. And that would be a game changer for the foundation because we could have a lot of our football sessions actually at Twerton Park, which would bring people into the area, um, might encourage more people to come to games. You could have 50 hours of football a week yeah. rather than at the moment, really, it's only have a couple of games a week. Yeah. Um, so it'd be absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's, it's a love, I, I'm, I love the grass pitch, but I also think having more people playing football there during the week would be really beneficial for Twerton and the area. So, Well, that would be amazing, isn't it, to kind of go to the stadium and play on the stadium mm. or in the stadium. I'd love to do that. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be great. And I think I think the, the, the issue with grass pitches is they just can't be used very much. No. So you've got this space in the middle of Twerton where we, we want people to be playing football and getting healthy. You know, you can't really use it other than match day. So, yeah. so the 3G pitch would be transformational for the club and also for the foundation. And again, it's you know it look, you look at a lot of football stadiums and they are empty a huge amount of the time. Just the actual stadiums themselves—is there much that goes on 
in the actual stadium part? Uh, well, we have um, a dementia group that's run during the day. So people, so that's well used. We have uh, students from Bath College are there at the moment. Um, people hire out the rooms for meetings and events. You know, we have sort of wakes and engagement parties and all sorts of things. So the end of the spectrum there. Yeah, so there's a lot, you know, <laughs> a lot's going on um, during the day normally. But in terms of the pitch, you know, not, yeah. not very much. So it would just enhance that and perhaps we could have you know stuff stuff going on every evening during the day people just coming in and out of the ground would be great and then it's money that will then build into the foundation and build into the actual club itself and just it kind of rolls on from there doesn't it yeah you know we're not man united we're a proper community club every money all the money that comes in is going on to to support the club sustains it for the future we've been going since um 1882 right you know and that that's, that's something to be proud of we've got a really rich heritage and fan owned so you know, just want to carry that on and grow the club really absolutely so remind us again about the fun day when does it start where's it taking place we haven't even yeah yeah yeah, the yeah, stadium, yeah of course yeah everybody will know where that no, is no no no. so it's at, it's at twerton park so that's just on the high street in twerton so if you're coming down the lower bristol road um just make a, a, a left through the tunnel into twerton high street and then we're just just around the back of um where, where the morrisons is on the corner there um i'd say arrive from two and then you can kind of enjoy the atmosphere have a, a drink and a, a burger or something um and uh yeah f- finished by quarter to five and um there, there's plenty of you don't have to book a ticket in advance you can just turn up on the day okay plenty of space for children to sort of walk around um I, uh yeah and, and you know welcome anyone that, that wants to come and enjoy some some football and again i know it's a very practical question but parking where, where do people park yeah so there, there's parking at the stadium which is uh, four pounds to park at the stadium or um you can use the curo park car park which is on lower bristol road um it, there's oldfield park train station or you can get a bus or walk um i, I love like on match day seeing people walking or you know from mm. bath with their shirts on it it's really great i love it and uh you know many people have a have a pint or something in the one of the pubs on the way down and yeah yeah it's That's great one yeah. of the nicest parts isn't it the the pre-match it's almost like the build-up to it and it's the social side of it and the community again that's it and i think in bath which you know it probably is a more focused on rugby mm. i think that there's a real identity amongst the city fans um uh, really being proud of to and, and and the area where the club is and trying to showcase what's really good about that part of bath and um making it inclusive for, for everyone to come and watch football and just enjoy the game and then you know saturday is a great opportunity because it's it's affordable and we, we just want people to come and enjoy it and have a good time absolutely and I'd, I'd be there myself if i wasn't working unfortunately but uh, i fancy coming <laughs> along if i'm honest with you so you may see me coming along and shouting one of the chants in the not too distant future yeah so. brilliant yeah <laughs> that'd be really good uh, we're going to come back for one more session we're going to do our quick fire round again cool. so uh, i'm looking forward to that with james we're back in a moment cheers there's Don't Bite Ed Sheeran there. So last little part then with James from Bar City Foundation. So it's our quick fire round. I try and do this with every guest. OK, so we're going to fly through this. Favourite ice cream? Uh, cho- uh, mint choc chip, I'd say. Mint choc chip. Yeah. Love it. Are you tidy or messy? Uh, tidy. Tidy. Is that what everybody around you says? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hesitation there. Probably, uh, yeah, probably annoyingly tidy, I'd say. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, love or hate roller coasters? Oh, I hate roller coasters. Oh, why? Um, I had a bad experience in the one in town when I was a teenager. Okay. Um, involving, yeah, maybe having a little bit too much to drink, being upside down and, and not going so great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spoil anyone's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think it was going there. But there we yeah, go. yeah. Uh, excluding social media and messaging and songs and all of that type of thing, um, what's the 
best app you've got on your phone or best game you've got on your phone? Uh, it's probably SoundCloud. I do spend a lot of time on SoundCloud. Okay, so that's music, so I can't do SoundCloud. Oh, sorry. That's um, all right. So games, anything like that you waste your time on? Uh, you know, I'm quite disciplined with that, actually. Okay. I don't really play any games. Oh, yeah, I've, I'm quite, I quite try to be quite strict. But I do I do spend quite a lot of time on the Bath City Forum. Oh, nicely yeah, yeah, done. Yeah, Brought it back yeah, to yeah. corporate. That was beautifully <laughs> done. I love that. Uh, do you make your bed in the morning? No. No? No, okay. I don't. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what's your favourite breakfast? Um... I really like. I know it's a bit wrong, but I do really like to have leftover curry for breakfast. If if, okay. if we've had a takeaway, there's curry and leftover. Do I just heat that up and. I was going to say at least yeah, heat it. I, up. I do heat it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A bit antisocial, but I do love it. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Well, I, I I don't think I've ever done karaoke, but if I did, I think it'd be probably something like "Go West" by. Um, uh, Pet Shop Boys. Pet Shop it's Boys. quite easy to sing that song. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. require like a lot of vocal range. Okay. Yeah. I, I've asked everyone. Nobody's done it yet, but are you going to give us a little burst? Um, I don't think like the listeners would really <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> but if you come to, again, if you come to Bar City on Saturday, I will, I will sing. You'll hear me sing, assuming my kids aren't there. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to it, but not go west. N- no, I don't think we, we do sing a couple of songs that we've kind of adapted. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a an arrhythmic is it arrhythmics I think but there's a couple okay. that have been adapted that are worth coming down to here yeah well maybe you can try and make up a new chant that's using Go West by the Pet Shop Boys okay yeah there's a, there's okay. a challenge for you all right yeah leave that with me see yeah. if you can get it going yeah. and, uh, there you go uh, favorite TV program uh, oh, I just watched an amazing thing on Netflix oh, go on. Um, about people that have to survive as a team um, in Alaska and right. they, they have to like you know hunt for their own food um, I've completely forgotten what it's called now I'm on the spot but I will find it's out. It's a brand new series on Netflix where people have to have to survive. Yeah, it's great. I'll be honest with you. I always ask that question because we watch Netflix quite a lot, and uh, we often run out of things to watch. So it's a purely personal question, so I can find out what good things are on Netflix at the moment, yeah, or yeah. any other provider. And I'd also recommend the series about uh, Wrexham that I mentioned, which follows the fortunes of like a non-league football club who get taken over by Hollywood actors. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I actually, haven't yeah, seen yeah. that yet. Yeah. So I must watch that as well. And last question for you, then, James: If you came back in your next life as an animal, which one would you be, and why? Uh, um, that's a good question. I think some, uh, oh, I don't know, let's say a badger. A badger? Yeah, black and white. Black and white. <laughs> you are the most corporate man I've ever come across, I think. You've managed <laughs> to bring it back to Bar City every time. Uh, remind us very quickly about the Bar City Foundation and the Foundation Fun Day on Saturday. Yeah, so we're, we're the club football charity, supporting lots of people all over the, the community in Bath. You can find out any, any of our programmes on our website. Um, Bar City Foundation and uh, yeah, our, our family in Foundation Days on Saturday, three o'clock versus St Albans. I think the football's going to be good. I think oh, there'll be lots of activities around it. Great opportunity to just come down and and uh, see what see what Bar City is all about. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, James. It's been an absolute pleasure. To yeah, chat no to worries. You. Thanks a lot. We'll speak soon. Cheers.